have an army of people. Niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. That's like the hardest shit to yeah, sing, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. How do you sing that? Yeah, for real. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. Well, from that nigga, that nigga sang from life experience. Well, like, yeah. dude, you could tell that shit was from yeah. from right here. He's like, wait, 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 wait. What fifty? Right. Yeah. But we we actually we can get into fifty too because he he's definitely a mogul right now in the media world. A lot. Oh, yeah. I was about to, it was about to bring him up with power and everything. The he way doing. he shifted too from music yeah. to that. Ghost status. I don't think and, anybody yeah. else did that. Mm -mm, niggas mm -mm. tried. Niggas tried. Yeah. But uh, uh, Jamie Foxx, we gonna talk about Jamie too. For sure. Jamie is the most though. talented. Most. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my opinion, a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Music, acting, comedy. But, but Mahala, when it comes to 50 being a producer. Yeah. So you're right. It's cold. It's yeah. cold blooded. Jamie Foxx is on a different level, bro. No, no, he's... What's he's, that? Uh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing all that, and he, he tells her, bro. fuck you, fuck yeah, you. No, that, that, he went crazy with that. He went crazy with the... They were doing a roast, and there was a, there was a comedian that, like, bro, he was killing this nigga, because this no, nigga man. was trying to throw jokes at him. He was like, no one's laughing at you. <laughs> like, he started... He just started going into the mic, like, nigga, you should be quiet right now. You know what I, I mean? I see that. Like that. He was killing this nigga. That like, nigga is so like, talented. Yeah, inner thoughts and shit, like, bro. And he has, like, a new hairline every decade. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. His hairline shifts oh, and yeah. changes with it. Bro, it's... Bro. Jamie, Jamie Foxx following the same IG chicks as you is demoralizing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, How old is he? He's like he's, 50. He's a, I think like 40-something, yeah. I'm sure he's enough. 50, bro. Almost 50, probably. I'm sure he's hit 50, yeah. bro. If Jay-Z hit 50... But, you know, it's like ages, whatever. This nigga's so damn rich. Oh, yeah. That like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas be following these IG models like, one day, you know? <laughs> Jamie Foxx like, today. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not fit to work out for you, my nigga. You feel me? I'm, bro. Yeah, he's 54, depressing. bro. <laughs> that shit's so depressing for me. That nigga's 54 <laughs> years old, 54? fam. That is a senior citizen up. right there. 30 hey, years man. of bread, bro. Hey, man. Welcome back to Ghost Talk. It is your host, Tom's of the Truth. We have you the honorable... Habib Sharif, and today we have a special guest. Very special. You know what's crazy? Today. I haven't taken out my notes in a while. Really? I had to, I had to put it in my notes. You know what I'm saying? He got you on the hot seat yeah, today, brother. Today yeah. we have a special guest, a true bro. goat. I met years ago at the U of M. I didn't yes, know sir. dude was famous. Um, <laughs> cultural advocate on sets of works like Little America, podcast producer, mm -hmm. journalist, mm. big homie on the block, I'm certified. Yeah, yeah, a lot more though. So like, if you can actually get into like, yeah, filling the dots. Most definitely, yeah. Mahalia, like, I think um, working in media so is such a random industry because it is you be you end up becoming a multi hyphenate just by the nature of the work that you're doing. You're a writer, you're going behind a camera, you're doing media producer. So I tell I just tell people I'm a multimedia journalist, filmmaker, and then on top of all that, I just say storyteller. You know, mm. I try to just tell people storyteller, journalist, writer. Um, and then now I'm trying to get my producer bag. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm headed towards right now. So, but Bro, uh, yeah. we were just having this conversation outside the camera. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that there's a lot of people who are doing a lot behind the scenes yep. that you don't know about. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they keep it that way. Yep. So how, yep. like, yep. how does that work? Yeah, I mean, you know, when it comes to, exactly, yeah, like it's a great question because I have the right now, for example, people don't see the work that goes into this podcast, right? Y'all are doing, like you were saying, you're taking out the notes, so that's pre-production. You know, like you got producers, you guys are not only the on-camera talent, but you guys yeah. are also the behind the camera, you know what I mean, doing the work beforehand. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the, when it comes to, the, I mean, we're talking film, TV, I mean, we can talk about it all, but
doing that type of work. And even right now, kind of in a way, you know, we said we're going to get into this being a very meta conversation because we're talking about media. We're talking about, yeah. you know, I mean, you guys got people working behind the scenes. You guys got people doing a lot of great work editing. You feel me? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, it's the credits that everybody sees of the movie. Right when people, you know, leaving the movie theater, mm-hmm. seeing those long list of names, the motherfuckers getting paid. The motherfuckers is making careers and doing things. And, and those are the people that work closely with the actors and the directors that we know about. But those, you know, those people are the, the go-to folks uh, in the industry for sure. the, the question I had with that is a lot of people yeah. that are that are creatives the biggest thing for a lot of them is creating a brand for themselves right yep. Like, yep. and usually they are the brand yep. and that's how they get into a lot of doors it's just like yo Absolutely. my resume is nigga who I am you know what I mean Google me you know what I mean so the yeah. people who don't have that like how do they get into the rooms of like that's the, that's the other thing about this 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 line of work, man. I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of go for off of my experience and then, I, and then we can kind of branch out. But like just to, uh, I usually tell people there's no specific way to get into media. Like I know people I got I've worked with a producer who was a lawyer for 12 years and then she ended up being a director on documentaries. You know what I mean? Like there's people who, you know, again, journalism is the, the main way a lot of people get into some of this work. But well, I'm there's there's no real route. There's no real clear formula to getting into becoming a filmmaker, becoming, you know, somebody who's in this world. So for me, I can kind of, I can kind of tell my story where it's like, you know, I came back, I came back to Minnesota about 2015, 2016 from uh, school. I went to school in Boston for a bit, right? Went there, didn't know what I wanted to do. I studied engineering. I studied, you know, political science, international <laughs> relations. I'm talking to myself like, yo, I'm going to be a diplomat. or yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to be Tony Stark. You know what I mean? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be, nigga, I don't know what I'm going to be, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. you kid, you just kind of holla, just, you know, thrown to the wolves. You know what I mean? You know, you got uh, uh, Sally May on you. You got, you know what I mean? Deans on you. You got yeah. professors on I'm just like, you know what? Let me take a step back. Went back home. And I've always loved watching movies. I always loved watching TV shows. It was like, especially being a refugee kid in St. Paul, bro, it's just like, you know, sheltered families over here, mama, the mahala on, on, on you, you feel me? But it's like, you know what? Let me escape through this television. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Seeing the world that way. And so when I, when I got back, I was like, yo, I've always loved making movies. I even took a class in ninth grade. You know, some people recently, I was like, yo, I took a class in ninth grade during winter break to go learn how to take video and video production or some shit. Mm. So I'm like, that was my, you know, uh, driving force back then. Why'd I, why'd I leave it? You feel me? So boom. So I come back to, to Minnesota and I, and I link up with uh, a director by the name of Musa Saeed. Musa mm-hmm. was the director of Astray. Yeah, I know Musa. Yeah, yeah Musa, yeah, Musa's Musa. good people, bro. Yeah. He's teaching yeah. over at uh, Harvard now, I heard. Yeah, mashallah, man. Yeah. That, that man won Sundance Awards. He's 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 a phenomenal person, and and he showed love to our community oh, by yeah. doing oh, this, yeah. this film. 100%. And if, if people don't know it's straight, I mean, they got to know it's straight. Bro. Go check like, it out. Yeah. Go check it out. Barakad Abdurrahman was in it. Mm-hmm. Musa, director. And he had a screening. That's why, that's why I show love to this dude, because he came to Brian Coyle, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he did a screening like... That's that's not often that you yeah. see a director like yo. I don't care about the money I'm not, gonna get. Not only yeah. that, but he did it the right way. Like he yeah. came into the community. He's like, well, I'm gonna be using y'all community and y'all yeah. image in this film. Yeah. What, what's good? What's not? What can I yeah. do? What can I do? Yeah. Um, how can I help? Whatever. To so he just he just kind of used the community in the right ways yeah. instead of like exploiting Explo- it. But exploiting you know, question. Yeah. Regarding the exploiting thing. Because yeah. Kanon had the exact same, the exact opposite experience. Yeah, yeah he did. Right around, right around that time. And that was both, my, like, literally Astray and Mogadishu, Minnesota, the HBO show that Kanon was in was kind of my origin story into getting into, into media. Like, right around that time, 
I, I hit Musa up after mm-hmm. the screening. I wrote an article about it. It was like when I was first getting into writing as a journalist, like just writing, you know, community commentary pieces. And I went up to him, I'm like, yo, Musa, how do I get into doing what you do, bro? Yeah. Like, how do I plug me in? You feel me? And he was like, yo, I got a homegirl. She's doing a documentary about Wheelish Shahad al You yeah. feel me? Like the, the nine boys that got, you know, caught up in that, that, to me, it was entrapment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was the feds building a case that they had on nothing. Mm-hmm. And we did a documentary on that. So he plugged me in with Yunus Lau, a filmmaker, a friend of his. And right around when we were filming, Mogadishu, Minnesota was being filmed yep. at the same time. Yeah. Like, sp- speak of exploitative. It's like this community is already being under attack by the feds, by, you know, what is it? A, a, a counter, a CVE, CVE countering yeah. violent extremism. You feel me? Like, that was a weird time in the community oh, where yeah. the feds was actively honest yeah you feel oh me? yeah and 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 um and so did y'all did y'all ever see that video that went viral with like the cops pepper spraying people that, mm-hmm. I, that shot, I was there yeah you was there right yeah i know you shot that too i, yeah, I yeah, shot yeah, that yeah. video yep, you know yep. and 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 that was because we were filming at cedar at brian coyle talking mm-hmm. to people like yo what do you guys think about cve this mm-hmm. and that and then we just boom we're like that's so yeah. i'm running boom i'll get there and cops is pepper. So it was then, at yeah. Somalia, it was Somalia Independence Day yep. and uh, K-9 was there and, and then was there. Uh, it was that day. Yep, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. And people were protesting yep. the fact that, you know, yep. you're using, you're making this film that's exploiting yep. the community yep. and the, literally the feds, the, in, damn yep. the entire department the entire came park, yeah. and, like, and like, we're pepper spraying kids, kids. bro. Children will lie. And I want to get to the exploitive part too. Yeah, it's like, very exploitive. It's yeah. unnecessary, bro. Wallahi. Yeah. And it's the idea that, you know, I'm going to use these people, the the, the fear and the trauma yeah. and the fear margaring on yeah. both sides. Yep. The fear that white yep. people have yep. of because of their lack of knowledge of yep. of our community, right? Yep. To use that to exploit it because like yep. they're gonna watch it because they'll be like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. look at these people. This is what they are. While the Holy case is going on, they're already seeing it on yeah. Fox News, CNN. Nine young men found guilty of yep. terror charges. Woo woo woo. And then six months later, a TV show drops. They knew yeah. what they were doing. Yep. They knew what they were doing. And uh, what's her name? Bigelow directed Bigelow, it. Zero, yep. Yep, Zero Dark Thirty. So that was that was a whole tornado of like the wrong stuff at the wrong time and just the wrong story. And like, again, like a stray. Well, the movie's about a Somali young man who gets kicked out the house, you know, family issues, yeah. shit that people deal with. And he, you know, he's a stray. He has, a, he's friends with a dog. That's the, that's the, you know, fantasy part of it. Niggas yeah. kicking it with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be a freaking, you know, Harry Potter movie at yeah. that point. You feel me? But so feeling cast. And then at the same time, Mogadishu, Minnesota. So I'm looking at it like, yo, here's, so I wrote a piece in MinPost that was like the importance of, you know, uh, something about our image. I was like, the, and the importance of controlling our image, I think is what it's called. And I was like, look at this film, Astray, and how it actually, like you were saying, mm-hmm. the, he went into the community. He got people from the community in it. Shot in Cedar, he got the native community. He got the black community. He got the Somali community on point. And then this HBO exploitative thing, which they regret, I think, because mm-hmm. they didn't pick up the show. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't <laughs> even make, they, the pilot yeah. didn't even, <laughs> didn't even finish. Oh, yeah. That's so funny, bro. Because <laughs> yeah. they was like, yeah, we ain't touching that. Sorry, can You feel me? And like, yeah. I think, Kanan, you know what I mean? God bless him. You feel me? He's done some good work with Castle Rock. It's another t- Somali show uh, or a show that had a lot of Somali people in it. But at that point, you know, I think he he had signed on. Catherine Bigelow had a problematic right pass yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that was an interesting moment for me that kind of propelled me into like, yo, I'm working on this documentary. I'm seeing how Hollywood is... So it's like the documentary is like the real life stuff that we're shooting, you know, real people, real stories. And at the same time, we're trying to get that accurate because even then some documentaries kind of mess us up and, you know, get selective with the editing. And then now at the same time, we got Hollywood 
still continuing to put us in a bad mm -hmm. light. So we got the news on us. We got the Hollywood, you know, Hollywood folks on us. And it was just all bad. That's kind of, you know, that's pretty much what I tell people is like what motivated me to really kind of get into this um, industry. Yeah. So. That's beautiful, bro. Um, so speaking, speaking upon uh, just beautiful Somali films, right? Yeah. Uh, and positive Somali films and like just portraying ourselves, being able to tell our own stories, which I think is, yeah. is a big driving force in your life as well. Because you yeah, said yeah. one of your professions is just storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, you were mm -hmm. moderating the Q&A yeah. at um, yeah. The Great Big Wife. Wife. Yeah. So tell us about that. Just tell us about what you thought of that film. Because I, I, to this day, well, at least once a day, I think about that film. Yeah. After I watched it, I'm like, yeah, wow. Shout out, shout out to Khadr al-Mahal, uh, Ahmed, and the director, and, and, and Umar, and yes. uh, Yasmin, and everybody that was involved in that project. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I want to go back, I want to finish on that question. Because yes. he was asking about, like, how do people get into it? So I was just saying, my, like, how I got yeah. into it, but how other people can get into it, is just by doing. You mm -hmm. feel me? And 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 to, to get into Gravedigger's wife, like his story, Khadr was telling us, is like, you know, he was he did short films. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his brother's from Finland, you feel me? Small Somali population out there. He just picked up a camera and just went with it, you know? Yeah. Him and Umar, the lead actor in oh, The Gravedigger's yeah. Wife, did a short film 15 years ago yep. together. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's wild, bro. And and but but it's funny because it's like God. That's, yeah. that's not to speak over, but that's yeah, common yeah. in the film that, industry. I was just finna yeah, say, yeah. God, you see that like I think it was like Andrew Garfield mm -hmm. and like a bunch of like big names were like, oh yeah, we was roommates back in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Networking like, really networking, matters. Yeah, it's like and it's like you know people have like you know whether it's like folks that you grew up with the neighborhood, folks you went to school with, or folks you just on the struggle coming up with. Like all right, yo, we we all living in this you know city in L.A., London, New York, whatever it is, Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we want to create. It's the community you create that yeah. you build off with. So uh, that's yeah. that's the other beautiful thing about this industry. I think is the collaborative nature of it. So um, Khadr, Umar, you know, they worked together in the past. And and Khadr, to his credit, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not working with nobody else besides my my guy Umar yeah. again. I have to." So, well, I, that that movie that movie was a beautiful thing because it's just like it's the culmination of like, you know, it's funny because Gravedigger's wife is something new to us, <laughs> like as as. You know, folks growing up in in the you know in in but I can come having something at that level of production. You feel me? But Somalia, we have a history of films. Oh yeah, we have a beautiful, beautiful, long history about over a hundred years history of of cinema. So, I mean, forget cinema, nothing candy. Mm -hmm. You know, hala yeah. You know, where we have an oral tradition, we're storytellers by nature. I feel like it's in our DNA, damn near. You feel me? Facts. You feel me? And so mahalaha. So to say, I say that to say that what Khadr did was a culmination of so many different things. And he really took the torch from so many great filmmakers, so many great storytellers and went with it. So Filin Kassia, like, you know, it, he started off at the Cannes Film Festival, which if people don't know, the Cannes Film Festival is the biggest film yep. festival in the mm -hmm. world. You know what I mean? So we got, we got, we got the great, you know, Minneapolis, you know, Film Society Festival here, the Minneapolis International, uh, Minneapolis St. Paul International Film Festival, which I volunteered, I, I volunteered with them years ago, did box office stuff just so I could learn. And that's the other thing. It's like people, you got to go into the festival circuit. You got to learn from them. You got to go behind the scenes and then, you know, in the news studios, like just, I was doing whatever I could to kind of, literally you got to get in where you fit in real talk. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, and so that was, that was my experience. And what Khadr was saying was for him doing those short films, working on productions, eventually led up to him being selected, kind of damn near drafted by the Cannes Film Festival people to develop this script. And then they, you know, 
helped him out. Like Europe is a beautiful place where it's like, in terms of arts, it's not a beautiful place in other in that sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, in, in terms of how for artists, you feel me? They give money out. Oh yeah, um, it's Germany. Crazy. So I told you about the film we're doing, Blight. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like going to be like a sci-fi somai film, yep. which is going to be dope. Fire, I think it's going to be amazing. Yep. The guy who's directing it is he's from Germany, and he's okay. like, yeah, like Germans. If you're a German citizen, you can get like yep. six hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars from the Easy. government. Easy. What? To make films. <laughs> well, lie to make films straight up. Just like that. If you're yeah. a citizen and they'll just dish yep. out the money because like they want the arts. Yep. They want these things. And they, I feel like it's because they have an appreciation for it that yep. we don't have. It's just been privatized here yeah. so much that like that doesn't really exist with the government. Yeah. I don't. Is there even grants like that? where Only the, only with. Um, so I right now I'm doing a, a documentary with uh, SPNN and, and it's called New Angle Fellows. And we got a little bit of money from the Jerome Foundation through the National Foundation of the Arts. So that's like the federal government putting money towards documentaries. That's the only way that, you know, that we'll do stuff like that. Really, like you said, America is a corporate ass country. Yeah. America itself is a corporation. You mm -hmm. feel me? And so these countries, whether it's Germany, uh, I think for, for the grave digger's wife, it was France, Germany, Finland, all co-produced this production together and filmed it in, in Djibouti. The nations um, themselves. The nations themselves. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, wow. that, that, that used to be a thing back in the days. It's like you would have money come from Japan, mm -hmm. money come from London, and they would make some fire, you know, like, you know, movie that had to be cross-culture or something like that. And there's always these stipulations. But there's going to be stipulations whether it's private, whether it's public. Mm. But Wallahi, man, like what Khadr did, again, from, from the time that he started off doing filmmaking in Finland to taking it to Djibouti, which is, yeah. I mean, that's an amazing place right now for film. Um, have you all heard about the da, movie Dalaiero? Dalaiero, yep. you this guy? You know me on that? Yeah, he's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a, on it. He's just on like uh, just, on that type he, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, like especially if you're doing this blight piece where it's yeah. like, bro, like look at like how Jordan Peele almost fast forwarded where black filmmakers were. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Getting into horror, like mm. the with fact one that movie. with one movie, that's it. It's crazy. Like how, how, that's how, all it took. That's all it took because it's like, how did we not see ourselves as being able to be and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Candy, you know, Candyman was great, but that yeah. also had to, you know, it was, it was very white, whatever, you know, but yeah. it was get out us now with blight. Mm -hmm. It's like you pushing the, the, the culture forward by mm -hmm. doing that. You feel very me? Much, very you feel much. You feel me? Yeah. So, so it's just like with Daniello and 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 the gravedigger's wife, Djibouti now is becoming a country where it's mm -hmm. like slowly becoming. I, I kind of call it Somali Bollywood. You know what I mean? In a way where they're trying to, you know, create a. a, a so the director of of Daniello is her name is Lula Ismail Ali, uh, or Ali Ismail. She's a, a Somali filmmaker, um, Somali Canadian filmmaker. You know, and and she. Um, well, I man, she she helped out on the gravedigger's wife as well, and she's just into promoting positive you know, stories for us and getting away from the negative stereotypes. Yeah. So going back to the exploitative stuff, I mean, half the time in movies, we either pirates or, or terrorists. terrorists yep. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And it's a very... There's this thing, you know, there's this thing that we, we use um, for... Because for, I'm producing yeah. that film, so yep. I got to go out and like yep. pitch it and yep. tell people about yep. it and tell them to get... I, I, what, I, what we do is we put like six or seven Somali movies, uh, yep. posters together and every okay. single one of them, yeah. Somali man is holding an AK-47 and all the posters. Yeah. Uh, Fishing Without Nets, there's yeah. an AK-47. Yeah. Pirates of Somalia, there's an AK-47. Yeah. Captain Phillips, there's an AK-47 yeah. and all these, it's like, yeah. it's just, 
we have been like almost violence. glued together with yeah, with violence, violence. Yeah. we're not inherently violent people like we are at all well like just the sweetest kindest funniest yeah. most fun loving people goofiest, the goofiest goofy. like bro that our needs to be expressed crazy. i know our comedy is crazy i yeah. say this all the time but i well, i really wish just for a day the entire world spoke and understood somali like mm. i think it would turn like that people would oh, understand yeah. okay yeah, these niggas are hilarious bro, like did you guys get to see the viewing of the Gravedigger's wife? He was there. Yeah, I was So, and, and, and Mohammed could speak to this. It was like, bro, I think the first one which you were at, there was a good amount of, because this is, granted, the festival scene is very white. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is. Is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was an international film festival, but, you know, majority of people, I mean, we're in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let's keep it a bug. It's a Come very on. white state. You feel me? But these are people that had an appreciation for international art. You feel me? They want to get cultured. So they came in. I'm sitting next to, you know, 80, 90-year-old man, yep. mind you, white man, and he's having a blast, bro. Mm -hmm. This man's cracking up. Like, you know, at first he was beefing with the Somali short in front of us because she kept on bringing, he's like, hey, your phone. put your phone down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I was on his side, I'm not going to lie, but I was like, I'm like, hey, you know, Bartholomew, relax. You know what I mean? Can't be, you know what I mean? Can't be going at my sister like that, but you know what yeah. I mean? You're She's right. not wrong. You know what I mean? yeah. You're right, brother, but like, yeah. that's my sister. Bro, I literally, I, I literally was like, she's going to put it away. He was like, all right, okay. All right. Like, yeah. I'll take, <laughs> his blood pressure was, I'll take your word. For it, buddy, you know, you're one of the good ones, aren't you? I'm like, nigga, I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> you, know? you know. But, but, but no, it was yeah. because that was that's that's him and his wife probably come to this thing every year, yeah. like clockwork, yeah. you know what I mean. And this was the first time they seen Somali people mm. on the big screen. And he's probably like living in the Twin Cities, probably watching. I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm painting a picture on this man, you yeah. feel me. Probably seeing Fox News, mm -hmm. hearing about terrorism, recruiting. He drives Terrified. past Cedar quick yeah. as fuck. He's like, let me get the fuck I mean, up out know? of here, bro. Damn He's over here listening to the podcast right now. Nigga, that's, that's not me. I'm cool as hell. Culture to shit, actually, yeah. you know? I but, eat some boosters yeah. every weekend. <laughs> now, you find some of them, bro. Yeah. There was there was some Adam folks at uh, Abu Bakr one time, mm. just like a few weeks ago. Mm. I was, bro, I was like, what's going on here? Bro, didn't oh, yeah. you take you know? Andrew Schultz to Gurhlo? I did, yeah. How did that even happen? That's fun, yeah. I'm beef, yeah. with, I'm beef with him now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and him got beef now. Because you took Andrew Schultz to Qurhlo. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't take him to the Najibs? He's in the Najibs. That's a great spot. Though. Yeah. No, Qurhlo is like, it's just, is amazing. Yeah. No, it's good. It's the food standard. is good. Well, yeah. They're not paying us though. So, yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Yo, send us a sponsor. Yeah, Najibs not paying us either. So, I'm done with the Najibs sponsors. Hey, man. There's a, I mean, we definitely going to get into the monetization conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on my. Oh, all of definitely that. Got most to. definitely, most yeah. definitely. But but with uh yeah with with Andrew, I mean speaking speaking of somebody who like that nigga is hilarious, funny, bro. funny, oh my funny guy, real real man. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's just he's a brother, bro. And mm. and um, speaking he's of very culture, racially ambiguous too. What is yeah, he yeah. white? He's he's uh German and Scottish. You know what I mean? I uh, thought he was did, Italian for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. One question is yeah. just like New York, how does New he, York is what it is. Is he just oh. that's New York? Is he yeah. just very good at just like understanding different cultures, that's or does he take yeah, the time to study it? No, 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 no. He's a New Yorker. He's like um both. He's like he's like Pete. P, uh, P. Davidson. P. Davidson. Yeah, P. yeah. Davidson New York is a New Yorker yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's well, I mean, New York City like that, bro. Yeah, like you got you got the you got the West, you got the Caribbeans, mm, you got Spanish you know, Harlem, folks, Spanish Harlem. Oh, yeah. You feel me? You're just exposed to so many different people. And with with uh, Andrew like touring and you know me and communities like he had come to Minnesota a few times. That's how we met. It's like he was doing a show here, linked up, just chopped it up, and you know like from then just you know been exchanging you know conversations and and I uh, got to go on his podcast out there in New York and just chopped it up with him and Charlemagne and. But but what it is is it really is tapping into the communities that you you know 
are exposed to you. So mm -hmm. it's like he exposes himself to the communities, learns from them, and then puts that in his comedy, and oh, that wow. goes crazy. You feel me? And so just just like you know our old, our, our old homie Bartholomew being <laughs> you know like exploited, you know uh, you know seeing different communities on screen. Andrew's over here seeing them in person, and is like, yo, folks got stories to tell. But in his way, what he does as a stand-up comic, which is smart, is getting stories from us, hearing funny things, you know what I mean? And then, because I know we have forehead jokes amongst ourselves yeah. all day, you yeah. feel me? He hears a couple forehead jokes, that. you feel me? Yeah. And then he goes crazy viral with it, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Which is, and 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 I think, you know, so I took him to Qurhulu, and that's a, uh, one of his vlogs or whatever, me and him, bro, I got killed in that video. What I do got you mean? niggas killed me. In wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, they're like, this nigga does not know how to eat baris. Oh, this nigga's no. baris. <laughs> like, I'm like, like Yo. you using a spoon? No, I was using my they're hand. Like, but nigga, I was this like, nigga's representing us. But yeah, that, out like, of every nigga that could have represented who us. hired him. Who? Uh, who's, they were trying yeah. to pull my card. The only reason why, bro, is I was eating baris like I was eating it at home. I had no hashal sahib. I was over oh. there. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I was. That's how you eat baris for the culture. Niggas wanted me. I thought you being timid with it. Niggas wanted to be timid. And I'm no, like, they're wrong. But, but you don't is, eat bris like that. You're supposed to do the law, bro. When I tell you, like half the <laughs> comments, yeah, you have. Well, like, that's how yeah, real that's niggas how eat. eat that's how real niggas eat. Yeah. But half the comments were dedicated to how this me, this nigga eats mm. bris. Listen, but that's our people, though. I love yeah. our people. We are very highly critical. Oh yeah, very critical, very critical, very critical. Did y'all see recently a couple things? Toronto, there was a play. Did you I see, that? see that? The Somali play. Oh, the, you know the guy that was praying on stage. What was that about? I didn't see that. I did not see that. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, if there can be like a thing thrown up, but like this is this is a play in Toronto mm. about Toronto Somalis, but it was like the entire cast was African American folks. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, it was it was I called it Somali Hamilton because it was like mm. they were rapping, singing. You feel me? But it was it was a, aside from that, which I heard. You know, she took out. You know, God bless. Like it was Somali sister wrote that, and I and I and I wish her all the success. But niggas was killing her. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, what is this? You know, woo, woo, woo. Toronto's down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Da da da. You know, and like. I mean, we up, but baby. You feel me, Twin Cities? So. That's very common, though, bro. Yeah. No, but it's very criticism. common. The Everything criticism. that comes out, there's criticism. Yeah. yeah. I'm but sure I you guys like, get it, too. Like, you know, oh, people yeah. always want to, you know what I mean? Our comments? Comments? Here's yeah. what it is. Our this is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. This is my favorite thing. What is it? What is Somebody it? comes up to me, and they have just this, like, very dedicated and, like, very long-ass long yeah. yeah. argument yeah. why yeah. what we're saying on this podcast is absolute bullshit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got points, and it's a presentation, everything. When they get done, I just simply ask them, did you watch the clip mm, or did you watch the, the episode? episode context and they go no i just saw the clip fam but like you know what i'm saying uh, all right shut the fuck up because exactly. you don't know what's going on None. you just watch the clickbait the point yeah. of it is yeah. to go it's to bring you in so yeah. it's for all y'all motherfuckers that be <laughs> coming to me watch the whole episode <laughs> buddy. it was hilarious yeah. that's not gonna be a clip so only people who watch the full episode yeah. for the season, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. agree with we you, might man. We might as well have it as a clip because yeah. just, just, to, just to highlight, start beef with the well, you know, yeah. commenters, real talk. Well, but, yeah. So that that went viral, and there was something else. Um, there was a lot of oh chunks. Uh, Chunks and his homies were talking the about stuff, the Hawaiian stuff. Hawaiian. She must be uh, Hawaiian. She must be. Is she? Is she Hawaiian? Yeah. It was funny as hell. I was like, this nigga say Hawaiian. Yeah. The Hawaiian. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, so, but niggas started killing Chunks, saying, "Why are you exposing people to?" I'm like, Yo, what? Niggas people know. learn stuff. People like, learn stuff. It's, so this is the thing. Two topics I hand here: the criticism for people in media, like for ourselves. You feel mm -hmm. me? And the work that we're trying to do. I mean, bilad and Aliyah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not finna get everything correct. Yeah. We're gonna make mistakes, and that's how. You know, with the audience, we you know we're working with everybody. It's cool. But at the same time, it's like, that's one topic, we're criticism. But the other one is like, we have to realize we have a beautiful culture that deserves to be shared. Oh, yeah. 
It deserves to be shared. So whether it's the Gravedigger's Wife, Astray, this type of podcast, what Chunks is doing, what Abai is doing with her play, these are just different forms of us trying to monetize and share the culture and expand it because I think what people don't really realize is that, you know, people talk about like, oh, we got to gate, you know, gatekeep the culture, gatekeep the culture. And it's like, okay, we finna gatekeep it, but if we keep on gatekeeping, it's finna die. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we don't share it amongst ourselves and 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 bring people in, whether it's like, you know, funny niggas like Andrew Schultz to, you know, come in, you know, to learn about the community, take him to put hello, getting jokes, you know what I mean? And then boom, he he does stay, you know, this guy's a guy with a platform of millions of people. Yeah. He does a joke about Somali people and he's like, Oh yeah, they're good people. That does a lot for us. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It does a lot for us for Musa to make a stray and for people to see that at Sundance and it win awards. Mm-hmm. It does a lot for our brother Khadr to tour the goddamn world, oh, win yeah. awards for the gravediggers. Bro, it's a love story. The Gravedigger's Wife is a love story. How many Somali songs do we hear about about Jael, mm-hmm. but we never see it in film format mm-hmm. because Hashot can, you feel me? Of course, we got, we got that whole thing too. But it's all about sharing the culture. And I really do believe at the end of the day, if a culture is not shared, a culture will die, especially us being diaspora. And that's a whole other thing. And speaking on our culture just dying, this... The idea that we had, like you spoke on us earlier, you're mm-hmm. like the idea that we had prior to all this mm-hmm. in the 20s, the yeah. 30s, there's just beautiful art being done. Yeah. yeah. The 80, in the 80s, you said, yeah. honestly, yeah, had an entire Salah. film yep. that he lost. So if you could speak legend. on that and that relationship. Yeah, man, legend. You know, we, you know, we, you and I were, you know, in class uh, at the U with, with uh, <laughs> the, you goat. Know, the goat, you know what I mean? Definitely would be amazing to, to have him here, you know what I mean? I'm like a, a, a legend like him. Yeah. And, and if folks are not aware of, you know, the, the presser, uh, Salah, he is a professor at the U, but even before then, he was an educator in Somalia. He was like, I think he was like, what the Waziru Kaha, like with, like, I think it was like education, and he helped. He taught us, you know, the grammatical Somali and the language there at the U, but it was him and some others who developed written Somali mm-hmm. in the 70s. And so he was also known as a poet, you know, and then also uh, as a playwright. So it's funny that like, we kind of shy about, you know, we're very shy about media and film and television, you know, especially if folks, and I'm sure there's many folks who, who might be watching this might relate. They want to be actors. They want to yeah. be directors. They want to be in the scene, maybe people behind the camera and learning about stuff like that. And they tell that to their family. Yeah. Like, no, like, you know, it's, it's X style, but it's like, but you know, weren't y'all going to watch the wides back yeah, home all the time? You feel me? What they called uh, Web Yeah, yeah. But but it's like, how how do we have that? And then when we come here, we want to like. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Culture dying. You feel me? It's like culture was popping back home, and as soon as we get here, we we're, we're done with the with the place. Bro, but I feel you like know? when I was talking to my dad about this, I feel like yeah. it's age too. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like when they were younger, they're really hip on American facts, culture. Facts, if you talk facts, about facts, it, yeah, yeah. Denzel and all that, it was yeah. really hip in yeah. the Vikings. Disco, and, yeah. and doing Michael disco Jordan tech. and all yeah. that. Michael yeah. Jackson, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got yeah. older. And I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like something, it has to do with the idea of Islam. It's like the older yeah. you get, the idea of like, yo, I'm getting closer to death. So yeah. I got to make sure yeah. I'm on my dean. Yep. That's true. Right? Yep. I think Absolutely. that has a huge play on it. A hundred percent. And I think that there can be a balance of doing halal content. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, what, what Professor uh, Sari Salah did was he made a movie about Darwishtun. 
And it was a movie about Sayyid Muhammad Abdullah Hassan, the Mad Mullah. I wish it was called Mad Mullah. That's, That'd be a cool ass name. You feel me? That's that's my dream movie. You feel yeah. me? It's like doing like damn near like a, a Django style yeah. Mad Mullah. Like, <laughs> Yo, that you gave feel me? Goosebumps you feel alive. me? Like having, you know, niggas on the fucking horse coming yeah. through, like kicking yeah. the, you know, the lieutenant, oh, like, the, the lieutenant colonel that got kicked off the cliff. It has to be, like, uh, it has, it has to, to be, be Somali too. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. And there, so this is the beautiful thing about it. The feeling, the feeling of Malinka did. It is in six languages because back then in the 20s in the war, there were Italiani, there were mm. British, Hindi, because they were on the side of the British. And so this movie came together in 19, I think it was 1984-85. He shot it in the course of like a year, year and a half or something like that with a budget of like 1.3 million in their time, which is I think by inflation, whatever it is, I think it's like about three, four million, which is still like a small film, but that's like a good yeah, amount of money. that's a small film. You yeah. feel me? But he worked around it. You know, he was telling me, I interviewed him for Sahan Journal. There's a piece about how you know no it's not really a spoiler you know but the story as the story goes he makes this movie films it with a bunch of different people uh americans british folks he, he calls niggas from bollywood back then to come yeah. to uh, the somalia to film it showcases it in kismayo i think he even goes up to dubai at the mm. time you know and like showcases it there and the movie gets destroyed during the civil war and is lost forever until in like 2020, winter of 2020, I think it was, he rediscovers it with the help of a documentary filmmaker. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on bro's name, but it's, I think it's Mark or Ben. Um, they found the footage? They, found, they actually found the footage. Oh. They, found the, they found the footage 30 something years. He told us in our class, and then I, th I think it was like that winter he left, and there's rumors like, yo, he's going to he's going to India. Like he's something is in India. Da, oh, da, da. he's in the works. Yeah. You know, so he, he over here, it's like somebody basically what, what it was, is that in, you know, with the civil war that happened in what then a lot of cultural stuff was lost, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, and destroyed. And one of it was, was Finn and his, and his movie was called the, the Somali dervishes. And so anyway, he loses the, the footage. He finds it 30 years later. He gets it back. And now it's in the process of how do we digitize this film? How do we move this film into, you know, the, 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 the mainstream again? But the fact that that's the only, mind you, that's the only Somali director, Somali made film that exists today. Everything else gone. That's made by a Somali filmmaker. Italian and British films are the only ones that still exist to this day. But well, I did, Kane, we, we, we have a long history, not only with film, but mm -hmm. with plays, with radio. You know, we, we were we were early to radio compared to a lot of people in the 19, early 1900s. So, yeah, none of this is new to us, Wasn't bro. It was there, true to us. Um, one of the first Pan-African uh, film festivals was also held in... You was right. This nigga is on it, bro. I'm this, this you, nigga's he's on nice. It. <laughs> he's nigga, nice. I mean, listen, hey, if we, ever, we, if we ever need trivia, Somali cinema trivia, Jeopardy, my nigga, yeah, Mohammed, you... Been, you know? I've been Mashallah. practicing for Jeopardy my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> and, no, then, this and then Alex yeah. Trebek died, and I was like, fuck that shit. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Man is good at it too. Yeah. A lot. I think they gave it to Shorty. They gave it to Shorty from, from Big Bang, Big Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah. You know she has yeah. a doctorate degree. Yeah, so she's smart. She's actually yeah. she, she really is a nerd. You know what I mean? Like, she's like just playing low key a nerd too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he said, said what he said. I'm I'm immunized. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I'm like, yeah, this nigga's not this nigga. Get him yeah. off Jeopardy. Get him off Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> he said I'm immunized. He did what Joe Rogan did and stuff. Yeah, Joe bro. Joe Rogan was that nigga's doctor. He was texting Joe Rogan for advice and shit. Joe Rogan was like, that ass. Joe Rogan was like, yeah, I was texting with Aaron and. Uh, Pat McAfee I told him do was this. talking to him. <laughs> yeah. When he, take, so, he yeah. took that one thing too. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Ivermectin. Yep. I think he took Ivermectin. What is that? 
It's that. Uh, it's, it's some shit. It's some, uh, shit. Really yeah, yeah, it's some shit. But but <laughs> it works. Sorry, no, I was kidding. No, but 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 speaking of speaking and of this Mahalia, podcast uh, is not going nowhere. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. already been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Joe Rogan, we need you. You're all like some Star Wars shit. Yeah. Anti, anti parasite. It can treat infections caused by. It's like for what horses. Malaria and shit. Yeah, yeah. tread worms. So horse, oh yeah, horse tranquilizer, some shit like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> like that. But no, but no. So 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 speaking of um. You had, you had stated the fact that oh, the Pan-African Film yeah. Festival. Look at that. The fact that in the 1960s, we're holding it down for a Pan-African Film Festival in Somalia with, with film. I think that's candy, bro. Like, that's the other thing. We have to really kind of not only see ourselves, and, and I'll get to this in terms of where we are in the West in a bit, but where we are in terms of African history is legendary. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. We were, bro. I like to tell niggas we was running arms. We were, we were the gun runners in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> That's some real nigga shit, bro. Yeah. Well, like we was gun runners. You feel me? Like for the Africans, of, for, for the Africans, anti-colonial. Speaking from a point of view, bro, I, no one ever taught me that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the only you have thing, to know. like first, yeah. uh, shout out to my parents. Hoy, I'm yeah. a, a folk child, my niggas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we shout only talked about the Rafad in Africa, and that was it. Yeah, like there was nothing else. Yeah. So the idea that now it's just like yo, look back at it and see how great it was. I don't know if for y'all parents. If I go to my mom and I tell her all this thing today, yeah. she'll hit me with the same bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Ask a Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask a Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's why it, is it like yeah. that? I think. I mean, shit. We can get into it right Let's now, bro. Get in, like, we might as well. Nineteen ninety-three, right? I was born ninety-three. Ninety-one is what people say is when the civil. Nobody talks about the civil war. Mm-hmm. That's that's the biggest elephant in the room. You feel yeah. me, bro? Nobody wants to. Nobody you know, like, wants to ever fucking talk about the fact. They'll why talk are we about. Here? They'll talk about why it started. Why it started. Yep. And they, they'll talk about. They're arguing yeah. the finger yep. pointing, yep. and they'll talk about yep. how we ended up. Yep. But like, well, you not lying. The guts nobody of it. Talks about the war. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. You know, before we get into it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Education is important. Education, Very important. Highly. You're a gopher. Highly. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm a gopher. Yes, sir. Proud, right? Go gophers. He went to. He went to Augsburg. Yeah. Yeah. You recently graduated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Right, so congratulations. Thank you so much. And then so we as a team yep. have decided to get him a gift for graduating. Ooh, right. shit. So we just wanted a presenter right now. Whoa. So first of all, congratulations. Oh. On, this is fire. It's a card. So congratulations. It's from everyone. It's from Thunder. It's from Hanad. It's from Mahad. It's, it's from me too. Me. I didn't know about Biggie. this song. Yeah, it's also it's, from yeah. our <laughs> So congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations on graduating, Muhammad. You see, I can read, guys. <laughs> I read it. Hey, thank you guys so much. Hanad told I love them bro. into the ears yeah. as he was looking at it. He's like, yo, this is what it says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly, but Slowly. Read this right here, all right? No, Should I sure. open it? Yeah, open it, man. You got well, to. You got to open it. What is it? Open it. Should I do that with the white kids doing Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if it's an avocado? What if it's an avocado? I mean, millennial gift. You know what I mean? It's an avocado. In this economy, that's gold right there. Thanks. The video? Oh, the kid, the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. That's fire. Hey. I've never, I've never gotten a gift like this. You know that, right? I grew up poor. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> you finna flip this as soon as he sees it. Is it There's a badass shorty on it. That's the gift. Hey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Holy shit! What the fuck, yo? This shit is fire. Yo. Y'all Gro- see this grown shit? Man shit? Grown man shit. Check the, check the, check the backside of. No. Engraves. You gotta read it. Read it. Read it. Ah, oh, this is so fire. Read it, read it, read it. I am. I'm about to wear this shit like every day. 
Actually, nah, I'm, I'm probably going. What is it? What does it say? What does it say? P, keep being. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Hannah. Hey, There you go. It, there's like plastic on it. That's why. Hannah, it slowly. It says, "Keep being a goat forever." Sincerely, the Ghost Talk family. Oh my goodness! Give it up! Give it up! Hey man, hey, congratulations man. on that, bro. Thank you so much. And man. now, so all the people that be oh, in the comments talking about why so all these niggas that don't have degrees doing podcasts. Hey man, all they do is sit around. All they do is sit around and just talk on the. You guys are grown men. Motherfucker, I got two degrees, not one. Two. Mashallah. No major, nigga. That's the thing. Talk to me, niggas. Just gotta say mashallah, bro. So. So that's the criticism Niggas really be talking about you Niggas gotta yeah. have degrees To no, do podcasts it's just, You know what it is And we talked about this And we won't This will be probably The last time we address it yeah. It's this idea that Yeah these guys They don't do anything else Hamza doesn't have You know uh, An entire job career like As a, a tech, tech Motherfucker yeah, motherf- yeah, Like yeah. this nigga's building Entire systems for yeah. Giant corporations He just talks shit on a podcast You know He's just some guy With a beard <laughs> yeah. That has no Direction in life He just wakes up In Hoya's home Yeah Hamza's yeah, a know, future no. tech mogul You're an artist Artist, you no, feel he me? Is filmmaker. A tech, he is a tech, he is a tech mogul. You are a tech yeah. mogul. You feel me? Well, not yeah. what I you, you are. And, and, and you're an artist. You've been in the community, community leader. You yeah. feel me? Jeopardy, Jeopardy master. Yeah. You feel me? And 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 I mean, what, they always say, I, I don't like the the, the 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 what's it called? The phrase, those who don't do teach. I think it's those who don't do criticize. Oh, yeah. 100%. Ooh. Those who don't do, my nigga, they are professional critics. Yep. You feel me? And niggas be, I feel like Twitter, Instagram comments gave way too much freedom the niggas who just sit at home you feel me and just and just be and niggas can kill me I don't care I well, listen I got the resume to back myself up you feel me and as do y'all you feel me but it's a lot of folks who got a lot of shit to say but nothing that they're doing it's like yo just at least mahalo, just say mashallah to niggas who's trying to do something having fun having conversations that need to be had and and, and to the point of the, that you mentioned Hamza about education there's education of what we, you know, getting degrees, going to college, you it's feel like me? It. Like it's, 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 that's one type of education. There's another type of education of life and education of self. You feel me? And what the conversation that we've been having about representation of Somalis in film, Somali storytellers, what then can you It's, it's, it's having that knowledge of self. I mean, there's, there's, there's um, a lot of research papers that say if kids know about themselves, if, if kids have accurate representation about themselves in the media, if kids know their, where they come from and have cultural understandings, it actually boosts their confidence. It actually boosts their test scores. I'm gonna say that again. If kids know about their own cultural background, it boosts their test scores wow. at school. There's wow, like research different. stuff on this. You feel me? And, 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 that, and that goes to show the importance of knowing our history. It's, it's an importance of knowing where you're from, who you are, the lineage you have, the good and the bad. You feel me? The good and the bad. Like we should talk about the civil war. We should talk about what Somalia was like prior to that, what Somalia could be like in the future to that. And I'm, and I'm going to say something that uh, I think a lot of people might get upset about. You feel me? That's their problem though. It's really not your problem. We can't control. Yeah, we can't control how people feel. You yeah. feel me? It's up we can't, to them. We can't, it's up to them. You feel me? But I'm going to just keep it a buck. Like it's just, you know, how long we've been in America? Roughly 30 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm 28. I understand it. Hamza, you're 26, right? 26, yeah. Okay, I just want to... I'm not going I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. I think one was enough. Call, that's called Damn. a callback. You feel yeah, me? I know what you mean. I, I, it took I, me a little bit. I like took, the, I took, the, I took the, the, the wheels off your joke. Yeah, I should have no, no, killed it. It was good. It was good. I got love for my brother. Good, I, can't, good. I can't do it to... It Damn, good. I couldn't do that again. No, that's not going to work. No, it's love. It's love. Yeah. But no, I just, I'm just saying, like, I'm 28, right? Like, I've been in this country 
damn near all 28 saved for like two months. I was born in Mombasa, you know, refugee camp, you know, and then we came to the States. It's been about 30 years since the war and everything, right? It's not 2022, you feel me? Coming up on, on 30 years or whatever. And people might get upset about this, but we might not go back to Somalia. Mm. I know a lot of people are like, they got their suitcases from, from 93 and the 90s still by the door. Like, yeah. hey, one day we're about to go back. Yeah. It's been 30 years. What if it takes another 30? What if it takes 60? What if it takes 90 years for what they can You feel me? We have to plant roots in this country. Mm-hmm. We can't be halfway in, you know what I mean, with 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 the success of us and our people in Wadan Khan. And mashallah to everybody who's opened a business, people who are holding political office, community leaders. There's a lot of us who are planting roots here, mm-hmm. but there is this still this psychological thing of like being halfway in in terms of Wadan Khan. And and part of that comes to representation, part of that comes to holding political office. But if we don't see ourselves as having an active hand in the success of our people in Dutkani within the Twin Cities, within Toronto, within London. I mean, London is a bit different because there's like a hundred year history of some of them mm-hmm. in the UK. That's, that, that's, I mean, that's crazy in of itself. But the fact that we've been here 30 years and some people really think that tomorrow everything's going to, all our problems back home are going to be solved like that. Yeah. And we've been seeing, you know, issues still. Yeah. Is, is ridiculous to me. And, and, I, and I think that part of that is because we don't see ourselves in the American tapestry. We don't see ourselves on TV. We don't see ourselves in film. We don't see, because The Grave Digger's Wife is a beautiful film, but it was filmed in Djibouti and it was about a story about Djibouti and Djibouti and Somalia, you know what I mean? I'd love to see content about Somali Americans living here, yeah. which is something that is coming up right now. I, I, I just got to work on a project on, on, on Little America season two mm-hmm. that showcases that, how you know the story of so and, and they you know they they put this publicly so I can say this there's some stuff I can't say but the, what I can say is it's an episode about a young Somali man who opens a restaurant and he wants to share the culture yep. with everybody yeah not just you know just the candy you feel me and so that to me is a is a is a perfect metaphor of like yo the American dream yes there's barriers yes there's you know issues systemic racism there's a lot of bro speaking about the 30s that we've been here. My nigga, we got hit with like a hundred years of racism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they gave us the, the welcoming wi- committee. The white folks said, who are these niggas? They just got here? They just, got, they just came here? Just give them everything dilla, one dilla, time. Dilla. <laughs> you know? They just threw us a heavy ass duffel well, bag of 400 years of systemic. Straight up, And bro. we just went, boom. Well, I, and, and listen, man, you know, I'm, I don't want to butcher the eye, but it's like, you know, like he doesn't give people a problem that they can't bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We built, we we built different. So mm-hmm. I'm out of the, you Facts. feel me? Like I love our people for that. But it's like we're African, we're black, mm-hmm. we're Muslim, we're refugees, mm-hmm. we're immigrants. Nigga, we got hit with racism. We got hit with incarceration, yeah. criminal justice system, systemic racism. We got hit with surveillance. We were talking about earlier. Yep. We got hit with xenophobia. We got hit with deportation. Nigga, we get hit with everything. Yeah. And we still out here like shrugging that shit off. Like yo, we still here. We still rocking. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, and that's a point to our people that like, yo, if we got through all of that and we're still going through all of that, we in here to, we got, we got to at least tell these people we ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And I want to trace that back to the elephant in the room. Yeah. On how we got here. Yeah. Because we were just starting that conversation yeah. before. Sure, yeah, you, yeah, you got to wear the watch, my nigga. You got to wear the watch. You got to hit him a little bit. You got to, you know what I mean? I got I to gotta show them again. Yeah. Put it, I put it back in the, in the I didn't want to mess it up. You know what I'm saying? I'll show, but, I'll show. See what I'm saying? Blah. But let's speak see what I'm saying. Give it, a, give it a few years. The whole crew getting rollies. You feel me? Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, yeah, clip sir. that, my. 
<laughs> oh yeah, clip that. I said like two yeah. years, two, three years. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. bro. Even though sooner, like sooner. economically it's not very smart. I personally no, no, wouldn't no, no, get no, myself. No, 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 no. Watches watches go up. They I, I mean if it's, if it's, if it's, it's not clean, busting. it's plain yeah, Jane. Plain Jane's plain Jane's. Oh, you getting bus bus now. You get the bus yeah. now. Of course I'm getting a bus <laughs> now. How come I get a plain Jane for nigga? I grew up in the hood, nigga. I studied economics in college. You see me shine. You see me shine. I studied economics in college and they taught me everything about depreciation and everything. And I'm like, fuck that. That's cool and I'm still getting the chain though. It's for different reasons, brother. I got a shot. I, I fuck with it. I fuck Yo, with it. Yeah, you got it. I'm the first one to say, yeah, like I'm not really knowledgeable on just the and why it happened and stuff mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just trying to get under a better understanding through your, your both of your lenses mm-hmm. onto why it happened. And I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, it's funny. I mean, I brought it up, and I feel like now even like talking about it, it's like a, such a controversial subject. It's yeah. crazy. You feel me? Like it really is. Because people like, have different reasons different of why reasons, Different perspectives. Different perspective. You and there's the I mean? larger perspective of like, well, what, what hand did the Western world have? Everything. In, in destroying our nation. Everything. You know, it's, it's funny. I, before I studied, because you and I studied, uh, we took communications classes together at the U. I wanted to study global study. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was like exactly that. What were the external, bro, Mother Hadega and we were a part of the Soviet bloc with, you know, Siad Bare, right? <laughs> yeah. We was we was kicking it with the Russians. So, okay, I didn't know this. I took my woe to the, speaking of like, you know, learning from our parents and grandparents, bro, I took my woe to the eye doctor one time, right? I'm like, okay, cool, boom. We're just kicking it. We're in the lobby. We get to the, see the doctor. Uh, bro speaks Russian? Speaks Russian. Yeah. He's like, huh? yet. Uh, Hello, comrade. I'm or some shit, you yeah. know? I'm like, yo, oh, what? <laughs> when the fuck? I'm looking at them. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm finna report y'all niggas yeah. to fucking see. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got a couple KGB agents over here. Like, yo, we, like, this is crazy to me. Yeah. And, and, that, and that goes to, I guess... It's like okay, is it on my woe to tell us everything, or is it on us to Ask, have that yeah, have that fascination? That you feel yeah. me? We should be asking questions. You feel me? And and, and I think podcast is a great way. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know what I mean? That's a podcast idea for some to yeah. you know what I mean? Start interviewing our people. You feel me? Or interviewing our elders. And so he started going crazy with the Russian with her, and I'm like, yo, I didn't even. So it's crazy. So we we had a relationship with the Russians, right? Boom. Then. We had this issue with Ethiopia, right? Mm-hmm. Shouts out to all our Habashas, you feel me? We, we coexist, you know, we coexist we here. It's beautiful. Ass, we was definitely on them we niggas' asses, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. It's yeah. all love. No, I love them. I love them. You know, but it's all love. But, you know, it was war. War is war, you feel me? 77, Kamhala. We got a lot of fucked up stories about what happened there, you know? And that's, it's funny. We, uh, Somalia, we, we, we tighten up and we, we come together when we got outside enemies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the funny part. That's yeah, the funny real it's the, What is it? It's called the, yeah. the German effect. It's kind of yeah, how Germany yeah. was yep. before Hitler came. Coming, oh, yeah, and then yeah, Hitler yeah, came yeah. and then he gave them a common enemy yep. and them niggas just became the best of friends. The best of friends, they, bro. And before that, though, they, they were like, yep. so a lot of people, they could yeah, stand, each other. stand each other. Yeah, well, like, that's, that, like, that's, that's the craziest thing, though. That, yeah, like that Germany effect that we, we need a common enemy mm-hmm. and then unless, because I really do think that's the issue. I think, I think, I think we're at a point right now in the world where it's like, Niggas you know? don't be fighting like that N- anymore. Niggas don't be fighting. Niggas definitely don't be fighting like that. No, no, no. Alhamdulillah. Niggas don't. Alhamdulillah. That's why like in America, folks yeah. are turning on each other because yeah. it's like it's a, it's yeah, a whole yeah. thing when you study in political science. It's like yeah. for some nations, the way that they're set up, the way their nationalism is set yeah. up, they yeah. have to have someone to be their guess, enemy. Yep. Now, ain't nobody beefing with the U.S. Yeah. now. Them no. niggas is they're trying. They're trying with the whole Russia Ukraine yeah, but thing. But still, them know? niggas. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna just come yeah. out like they used to back in the day and be like straight up fuck you, the U.S. Because nine eleven helps. Yeah. 
It did. 9-11 had, what did, what did, what did Dave Chappelle say? And he's like, on oh, 9-11, we were all Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That was airplane like, yeah. one was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nigga Dave Chappelle was fucking goat. He said, goat he said back in the day, he used to walk in a plane, the white man would look at you like, damn, I got to sit with this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and then now it was just like, yo, it's you and an Arab. And he's like, yo, my nigga, come on, man. Yeah, come sit. <laughs> come I got to sit right he here said, for you, He man. said, I had my eyes on that motherfucker the entire trip. Bro, he, he killed me when he was like, he was like, he was like, 9-11 made us all Americans. You know, he's seen those commercials. I'm an American. I'm an American. He's like, Hurricane Katrina happened. Uh, you niggas get over here. Yeah, like you niggas again. He was like niggas and, and white came, people. He again. came at uh, what's his name? Um, fuck, ain't nobody want to hear what Jaru got to yeah, say. And it's time like where's Jaw? Where's Jaw? Where's Jaw? Go 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 go. And well, you're right though. He's like having that common enemy, what which is you know whatever it was for for us being terrorists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was it was something that grouped people up. And so 77 key. It was Somalia versus the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like oh, yeah. we, we we were supposed to be locked up with the Russians and the Cubans, but because we invaded Ethiopia, they turned on us. Mm-hmm. So it was Mrekinka against I think I think part of it they became Mrekinka became our ally in that aspect too, which is crazy. It's like Ethiopia was independent. I might be butchering this, like historians can definitely let me know. But from what I understood, it was that that was the point where our own allies, Soviet allies, went against us. You feel me? And that just that really kind of showed how we come together in those type of moments. But in terms of in terms of our history, bro, like well, I we're we're what it what it uh, I think it was Michael Strahan who said this. Somebody said this. He was like, we're losing recipes. Mm. You remember this? This that's a is a it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. it was a joke or whatever. But anyway, we're losing recipes. Like, 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 yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like, we're losing recipes. The women are out here working. Da da da. Like yeah. no one's in the ki- in the kitchen cooking. We're losing recipes. You know. <laughs> so we're losing recipes, y'all. Yeah. You know. But but the but the point being that if we don't actively ask questions about and, and 93 is a point where it's a very you know yeah. the the civil war is a very fine point that we do have to get back to and, and extrapolate and i think that can't be a conversation we have here in one go because it's there's so much going it's on and so there's, there's a lot it's like it's it. like some shit happened and there's like this angle and yep. it's very clear from this yep. angle and then you go over there and you're like hold on yep. gang there's yeah. all this shit going on over here and then you yeah. go over there and it's just like, it's, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's very complicated. It's, it's, it's too complicated, but it's something that I, at least I just want to put it out there. We should talk about it, mm-hmm, whether it's at home, whether it's amongst professionals. I mean, I'll tell you right now, these, these European white scholars talk about it. All the time. They write papers on it. Mm, they make money off of they it. They make good money off There's of entire it. entire textbooks. Uh, yeah. Civil War in Somalia. <laughs> well, no. And they get yeah. funded by, by schools, funded. now that I think about by it. By Martin G. Smith, yep. PhD. Yep. Bro, one time I was at I was at a university talk with this Adan scholar, this Dutch woman, mm. and she was she wrote a book called Clan Cleansing in Somalia, <laughs> which is like crazy title. <laughs> crazy she didn't even say genocide. She's like, no, I made up the term clan cleansing. Because these niggas was going at it. You uh, know? Have, you, you, have y'all seen Black Hawk Down to kind of get of into course. the... Black Hawk Down, it was like the, the opening scene, uh, title screen was like Somalia, 19, whatever, yeah. 92, 93. The Supers? Uh, yeah, I think it was like October, like the month I was born, 93. Yeah, and, and it was like... Um, they said the war was on biblical proportions. <laughs> these niggas was killing each other. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, these niggas making us sound like some savage ass niggas. But we was on some savage ass. I heard it was shit, crazy bro. though. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, they was telling me she was she was running one time and like they had to drink water out of a pond with dead bodies. Well, and the crazy thing is, people up. like the number that like right oh, right before digna. that. Bro, that's the golden age. I mean, like Somalia had golden ages. Don't get me wrong. Ancient, ancient medieval Somalia, 
if I could live in a, in a time, mm-hmm. my nigga, I'd be a fucking Ajuran Empire oh, you know yeah, I mean? soldier, yeah. my nigga. Yeah. Fucking up the Portuguese, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry to have my folks here. I love yeah. y'all, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? We, we love the to Portuguese eat you know what I mean? were lying. But the Portuguese, bro, we, we we're won the one first, war. We're the first, uh, yeah, we're yeah. the first African nation to, like, we to beat be, a European in, in the sea. Side. Like, at we war. Hugged them. In no. the ocean, fam. <laughs> the yeah. Ottomans couldn't even handle and, no, that's the, crazy. This, the Ottomans couldn't handle this. Though. I can bet on my life. Yeah. Not a single Somali soldier knew how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> Them niggas was just out in the water. No, 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 no. I'll give us a... They say that the Somali Navy was the best in the world. Wow. Before the British Navy. So people talk about the British Navy till this day. Pirates of the Caribbean, the British Navy is the best yeah. Navy in the ocean, wow, seven seas. We were the best. We were the best. <sighs> See, this is we history that I'm not going to lie to you, like, if someone made short films about right or short like blockbusters, bro. yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about Game yeah, of Thrones Somali thing, though, version. Look, another thing though, you feel yeah, like so, a Johnny Depp, yeah. exactly. <laughs> peep this though, peep this though, peep this though. So Caribbean culture, yep, right. Like you said, Pirates of the Caribbean, but just yep. Caribbean, Caribbean culture, Cuban. Yep. Uh, uh, I love where you're going with this. Trinidad, Tobago, yep. all that yep. is very, very present yep. in world culture. Right? I fucking love where you're going because with this, they're hey? they're they've been the best at something, yep. right? Mansa Musa yep. and, and that kind yep. of uh, Mali yep. empire they've yep. been the best at something and it's very present and prevalent yep. in movies like yep. they'll get referenced here and yep. there you know yep. Yep. in very big blockbuster food. explain to me how time and time and time and time yep. again Somalia comes up in these conversations as being the best in this yep. the best in that yep. in the medieval times and like there's all these like Lord of the Rings, yep. whatever it may be, all these fucking films and shows and all, and not one time is there a reference to Somali people in that sort of regard. Unless Isn't it's fucking Blackbeard in One Piece. Somali? Yeah, Blackbeard is yeah, that is yeah, he's yeah. F- from his One Piece is tre- Somali treasure. too. Yeah, yeah. His treasure they say is somewhere near the coast of Somalia. We have the yeah. longest coastline in, in, in Africa, bro. Yeah. We oh, have that. We have bro. one of the we have yeah. one of the earliest lighthouses yeah. um in, in the world. Yeah. We have one of the oldest cities, Modisha. Yeah. Ever. Silk like, Road. Yeah. The yeah. Silk Road. We have the caves uh, yeah. up north. Oh, and yeah. then so it, beyond that the paintings, yeah. The painting beyond yeah. that, wallahi, like the deep, deep and rich history that we have with Islam. Yeah. One yeah. with just economics, with science, yeah. with whatever it may be. Yeah. Just, so why is this so dark when you look at just the country in general? Like how did, like you said, when you when you take a little like yeah. a telescope to the Cuban Cuban yeah. islands, right? Yeah. History it just yeah. pops at it you, right? Pops. But then when you look at Somalia, you just see the Rafah that is currently going on. I, I, so yeah. is it partly? I think it's to two things. That? I think it's two things. I think it's because we have an oral tradition. Mm. Oh yeah, that's you facts. Well, you know, we we started. I mean, we had Arabic that we were writing with, but we didn't have a formal language until the seventies. Right. Mm-hmm. So everything was just passed down coin. You feel me? And yeah. like, so that's one aspect. The other aspect, when you're talking about the Caribbean culture is like, I was looking at this the other day, funny enough. I was like, Jamaica has a population of 3 million people, mm. the Island, little ice Island, but Rasta, mm-hmm. Bob Marley, the culture, yeah, the culture Jamaican. is global. Jamaican yeah. culture, Jamaican food, global. You Not feel me? Yeah. You feel me? And what it is, it's two things, right? So the oral tradition, we don't we don't have the records. We have other, we have the Portuguese. Yeah. The Portuguese got a lot of writings about Somalia. The Ottomans have a lot of rising mm-hmm. po- positive stuff, you know, of course, because we were part of the Ottoman Empire. But the Portuguese were like, yeah, yeah, you know, we really didn't lose that first war. It wasn't like <laughs> that. Them niggas be lying, yo. You know what I mean? So niggas, what do they say? History goes to the victor, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. And then and, and, and who, whoever writes, you know what I mean? The, the, the ledger. Yeah. But the Jamaicans, what they've done is, is they've monetized their culture. Yes. You feel me? What, <laughs> did y'all see, this is years ago, but did y'all see how Urban Outfitters started selling Batis? 
No, way. no, I did not see yeah. that. Urban so, Alpha. Yeah, so this was kind of more. So I think the sisters are posting this. And then some Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nigga, why is there not a Somali nigga? Right, or like, like they're doing their thing, yeah. putting the batis up. You feel me? And 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 boosting that signal now. But if it isn't for us to like put up the ma'awis and be like, yo, it's comfy, this and that. And if if y'all niggas ever want to buy rice, come to us. You know yeah. what I mean? Not Nordstrom, not no Urban Outfitters. So what Jamaicans have done is mm-hmm. they've set up shop in different communities. The other analogy is, is uh, Chinatowns, right? Yeah. I think Andrew was talking about, Andrew Schultz was talking about this one time. He was like, yo, look at Chinatowns in different cities around the world. These people share their culture, Indian food, Indians go to different white communities like, yo, you want some Indian food? And it's like, oh yeah, this is better than my bland ass food. Let me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And what do they do? They make money off of these people. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so that's what it is, is that Anagatkin is like, we love ourselves a lot, which is amazing and beautiful and powerful, but it's also, we have to love ourselves so much that we want to share it with the rest yeah. of the world. We cater me? to yeah. ourselves We cater lot. to ourselves You know what? You know what it boils down to now that I like really deeply think about it? Mm-hmm. The oral history thing that you said. Yep. When you have an oral history, you're in charge of speaking. Yep. And, and being vocal about because yep. it's no longer leaving a writing put it somewhere yep. in a fucking cave somebody will pick it up and yep. read it yep. you gotta be the loudest nigga in the room yeah. if you have an oral history right yep. niggas stop talking bro that's what happened niggas yep. just completely just stop talking bro, about the history I feel like there's a huge down. like yep. y'all said the elephant in the room yep. after there's just a huge sever yeah and like, not even not, not nah. to say that but not to stop talking but like they lost the opportunity to speak yep. about it because of the civil war right Yeah. and then the second portion of it like you said with the Jamaicans is if we are not the ones that are putting our culture out there in the world, someone else someone will. Someone else is negatively. And then what happens is what? We're no longer in charge of our culture. Mm. Or a narrative, yeah. You know what I mean? We're no longer the ones that are in charge Man. of our culture. It's other motherfuckers. Because at the end of the day, like you said, so my culture is so fucking amazing. Yep. It's going to end up out there in the world. People want people who's gonna talk be, about Who's going to be the one doing it? Is it going to be like us? Like you said, what was yeah. it, the 15.2 billion views 15, on TikTok? Definitely, definitely. But like, uh, Who has 15.2 billion views? No, yeah, uh, Somalia. Somali hashtag on TikTok is what? 15.2 billion views on TikTok. One of the biggest hashtags. One of the biggest 15.2. I thought I, I was quoting to you earlier yeah. saying 1 billion. Nigga said 15. Yo, uh, Mahad, <laughs> every TikTok? Soma- hashtag Somali. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> 15.2 no, but, billion. But, but, it's, but, but what you just said about that though, because most of those uh, hashtags is being used by Janubi That's folks. What yeah. You feel me? Because they're like, oh yeah, these Somali people love anything that has a hashtag on yeah. it. But that comes to our love for ourselves and our people. And, 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 and because we're a diaspora, we want to connect with each other. You feel me? On a global sense. But what you were saying about... Um, and I always tell people this all the time, especially people who are like, why are you in media? Why do you, why do you want to make movies? Why are you trying to be in television? You know what I mean? They're always talking about, they always, I'm like, yo, it's so funny. It's like, I'm not finna make, you know, fucking HBO shows with like the most nudity, the most profanity. I could, if I say I'm in media, I could be doing National Geographic and putting a camera yeah. on zebras for 24 hours <laughs> yeah. and eating off of that. Do you feel me? This like, is like, the zebra in its natural habitat. Here yeah. we are with the water buffalo. Yeah. Hour 13. And I, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's, that's, how, that's the range of media. You yeah. feel me? But what you're saying, bro, is, is exactly what I tell people. If I'm not doing this work, well, I'm, basically, if, if, if I'm not having an active hand, if a Somali person's not having an active hand in our own story, we've definitively said, say whatever you want to say about mm-hmm. us. Yeah. You're, 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 you're act, when you take yourself out of the equation, you're basically saying, oh, I don't care what you say about us. So how the fuck are we going to say to people, yo, don't be in media, and then at the same time saying, yo, the media is not portraying us right? Because mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like it's the fear of representing everyone. 
Because once yeah. one person says, yo, yeah. this is a Somali film and it yeah. was made by this Somali <laughs> Going guy. Going back to criticism. Who yeah. the fuck do yeah. you yeah. think yeah. you are? Because you got to be gangster. <laughs> to represent you us. You got to be. No, Wallahi, you got to be gangster. You got to be. Because be. I talk about, I, I tell people this all the time. It's like, Alhamdulillah, Hamza, me and you have the pleasure to be sitting here and to have an actual audience and yeah. like people... I don't know for for whatever reason people want to listen to us yeah. t- talk for not an for, hour. Not, not for no 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 no. Not for whatever reason. Yeah. I gotta give you guys these flowers, bro. What you guys have done here, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, man. No, well, like to, to two goats, you feel me? I guess you guys calling me a goat. Yeah, goat to goats, you know what I mean? Halamishan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you guys are doing to to, to push the conversation. Yeah. Right. It's it's one thing for us to have we see a lot of people having the same conversations. You guys are pushing the conversation, mm-hmm. having these conversations and people gravitating towards that is, is not only number one, a testament to you guys and, and, and the great conversations you're curating, but it's also uh, a testament to the need for these conversations. Yeah. People want to listen. People want to talk and, and, and hear from folks like yourselves be like, you know, I agree with that. Oh, nigga, I, I was thinking that too. You yeah. feel me? And, and that's what we need in our community. And so I just want to say, don't, yeah. Appreciate like, that, brother. You know? Shalom Shalom I appreciate that. that. But like, alhamdulillah, to have something like that, mm-hmm. you have to be gangster enough to, to be like, I oh, bet yeah. I want all the smoke. Yeah, I want all the criticism. Like, if yeah. I, inshallah, I plan on doing this, but like, if I make films about Somali people, yeah, there's gonna be criticism because my interpretation of Somali Nimo mm-hmm. is not the same as your interpretation of Somali, and yeah. that's perfectly fine. Ain't not, there's a fear of that. That's what's stopping a lot of people from from making this art. Yeah, is there's a fear of that pushback, but that's art. If your art doesn't piss off people. You ain't doing shit. Yeah, you're doing yeah, some yeah, easy yeah, shit. Yeah, no, our, our, <laughs> you're doing our, some yeah. money grab. Yeah, you're doing yeah. a money grab. And when I say yeah. like, and again, don't misquote me and like go out there and make the most outlandish Somali yeah. film. Yeah. When I say piss off, I mean, it makes people ask questions. It makes yeah. people go, well, why did you do this? And why yeah. did you do that? And it makes them question themselves and their yeah. existence. That's the Absolutely. fucking point. Not, yeah. hey, let me give these people the, what they want and what yeah. they're used to. That's lame, bro. No, That's been there, done that. Like we've seen that. Yeah. Do some gangster shit. Do some new shit. You know, but you got to be able to, like you said, yeah, mm-hmm. take that criticism and got to. and push back to it. Well, I hundred percent. The the thing too is um, collaboration, mm. right? Like you you guys partner with this. You got people behind the scenes. You know what I mean? It's it's iron sharpens iron. At the end of the day, you feel me? And um, with my, with my experience on on Little America, that was my job. I was the 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 position was technical consultant, but really I was also referred to as a cultural consultant. Yeah. Before you even get it, how did you even get that opportunity? Yeah. So, you know, can you get a synopsis of yeah, what the actual it, film was as well? Yeah. So, so little America is a television show on Apple TV. Um, it's in a second season. It's produced by folks like Kumal Nanjiani. Uh, people know him from, you know, uh, Eternals and, you know, the, 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 the Indian guy from there. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so him, he thinks he's in, he's in a bunch of other shows. And uh, also Lee Eisenberg, one of the producers of The Office, Alan Yang, producer of Master of None, Parks and Rec. So this is a big NBC-affiliated project that Apple TV is distributing. And they're on season two. And the whole show is basically it's like Black Mirror episodic. It's called the episodic anthology series where every single episode is like its own movie, different mm-hmm. stories, different cultures. And, and every episode is about a little piece of America with like Ninkan, uh, who's Nigerian, Naktan, who's Arab, you know, and just yeah. like basically just showcasing what immigrants bring value to this country, you feel me? And it was about damn time they put some of my people in it, you yeah. feel me? Like we came through, bro, man, mashallah. It was a, it was a great experience. And um, the, the way I got into the project was uh, I had reached out to Melody uh, Bahan at uh, the Minnesota Film Society. 
not sorry, not the Minnesota Film Society, but the Minnesota TV Film Commission, our mm -hmm. board um, here, which is an office that is, it's a nonprofit. And unfortunately, it's the only state film board in the entire country out of all 50 states that's a nonprofit. Every other film office in the country is attached to the government. So it's wow. like the California Film Office is a it's an agency of the state government, New York, Georgia. You feel me? There's tax money allocated to it, and so last year we actually passed a, a legislation passed legislation in the state house that the governor signed, which actually boosted the amount of money that goes towards filming in Minnesota and also lower the tax incentive. So it's like if you spend say if you spend a hundred racks on a movie, right? Like very very small budget. There's a rebate now that actually gives you back twenty five percent if you, as long as you spend money in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So that's how these states compete with each other. California's top dog, but Georgia, that's why a lot of, that's why Tyler uh, Perry Atlanta, doing yeah. his thing. You feel me? And, and Atlanta, the Marvel, the Marvel movies. Marvel, Marvel movies, you feel yeah. me? That's how this nigga made a billion dollars was he said, I'm going to build a whole soundstage on, this is gangster as fuck what Tyler Perry did. This man bought a Confederate fort <laughs> And said, I'm going to make movies on here and make a billion dollars. You feel wow. me? And he used the state incentives of those tax cuts, those rebates. And had the now, Minnesota is coming up on there. Minnesota right now is where Georgia is, or where Georgia was 10 years ago. Mm. So now Georgia is actually beating California in terms of how many TV shows and movies is shot and is, is more in Georgia. So Ozark, uh, Stranger Things, all these different HBO shows, yeah. all shot in Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta. The show Atlanta too is the show Atlanta, Atlanta too. You feel me, Fulton County, and like yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing to show because it's like black people are getting to work on these sets, mm -hmm. and um, you know, given given when this comes out on June twenty fifth, there's actually going to be an opportunity by a woman, uh, Alicia. I'm, I'm blanking on her last name, but Alicia, she's from Atlanta. She's going to be doing a Zoom panel on how to be a production assistant. Yeah. So that's how I started off. Was like, yeah, doing I signed up for that. You did, but, yeah. but beautiful man, because Nakhtan, she she's gotten uh, backing from the state officials there, where I think the, the the mayor put money up to like you know for like a, a good good amount of people to get trained into it. So. So Georgia's on the come up, Minnesota's on the come up. So I'm talking to Melody about like, yo, I see what you did with Minnesota, the tax credit. Let me interview you. So again, my 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 day job during the day is I'm a journalist. I write for Sahan Journal, Spokesman Recorder, uh, right now Southwest Voices in South Minneapolis. And so this was a story that I pitched. This to, man is a goat. Yeah, Let me yeah. just say that. Don't, 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 I just, we give flowers you. here. So yeah, whenever someone starts spitting some fire, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, bro. Because that and, that and that was another thing, man. I've always loved to do films. I've always wanted to be in TV. I always wanted. I used to do theater in, in, in high school. You know what I mean? Hey, I was like, you feel theater me? kids yeah, again. Theater kids. Theater, 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 theater. This is this the second bro. time, third time. It might be bro, the fourth. The fourth fried? time. Yeah, we yeah, had, yeah, we've had a lot of people. We got way done. too much talent in this yeah. city not to do something, bro. Yeah, facts. Way too much talent not to do something. Well, life's a crime. So we got to We got to We definitely got to do some work in that. And so I wanted to be in movies. I wanted to, you know. But then I was like, you know, there's so many real life stories that people's not telling. Yeah. The media's getting us fucked up. The media's only telling the negative stories. I'm like, yo, let's let's get into the. So I started interviewing people. Start writing positive stories. Small business reporting is where I started off, and then I just took it from there. And so, and then, so now I'm getting to the political reporting world and I'm like, yo, you've got this tax credit. What's up with that? What, what kind of, you know, what, what is it going to do for black and brown people? You feel me? We've got a lot of communities here. And so I, I recently uh, dropped that piece about how one of the first HBO shows, I think it might've been the first HBO miniseries was shot in St. Paul Wow. called Laurel Avenue. And it was about a black family. Just one weekend in the household of a black family. So, I mean, shout out to all the amazing, amazing black creators right now, like, you know, Issa Rae, Donald Glover, you feel mm -hmm. me, Mahala Shonda Rhimes, uh, uh, Jordan Peele, pushing the culture forward 100%. in this way. 
And, and they're coming from people like, you know, from the nineties and eighties who are slowly rolling into that. And so, you know, pur- movies like Purple Rain that showcase Minneapolis, yeah. again, Laurel Avenue that showcase Minnesota, uh, St. Paul in that way were the kind of seeds that created the film scene here. So Minnesota actually was the third place to shoot movies and TV shows behind LA and New York. Wow. Minnesota was up there. But because Canada, shout out to all our Canadian Somalis, you feel me? Smoke because, you know, Canada said, oh, you guys are doing the state shit. We're going to lower it federally and beat ah, all of you niggas. Wow. <laughs> you know? So that's why Vancouver got the biggest, yep. well, the biggest, you feel me? All these TV shows in Vancouver. So, so long story short, I talked to Melody. I interviewed her about this piece and she calls me three weeks later and she's like, oh, my friend Scott in LA is uh, looking for a Somali filmmaker to help with this TV show. Are you free? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. When I'm do you free, need me? I'm free now. I'm free now. And she's like, hey, 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 relax. Thirsty ass nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. But, you know, months later, you know, I, uh, I got the chance to fly out to LA and well, I was, a, I can't wait for folks. To, so I can't talk too much about the thing, but, it, but I can definitely say that it's about a young Somali man who opens up a restaurant and he, uh, there's a bit of it about the state fair that's involved in it. And it's based yeah. on a true story that, you know, wow. if folks can connect the dots, they know who I'm talking about. And, and I actually ran into the guy. I mean, I mean they have a book, by the way, there's a book called little America that the show is based off of. So Jamal who, you know, started safari, shouts out to him, another goal. You guys should definitely have yeah. him here, man. Shouts out to him. That's, that's the brother, man. I, I only seen him over FaceTime and I'm like, and I bumped into him at a restaurant just recently. And I'm like, nigga, we just made a show about you, bro. <laughs> like, you're a real life, you yeah. know what I mean? Real life motherfucker, you know? So we chopped, we chopped it up and it was love. And um, that whole experience to me was, was a whirlwind because it's like traditionally to get into Hollywood, right? Quote unquote Hollywood, the industry, uh, especially on the back end, right? So I'm not speaking about acting what we see, right? Like mm-hmm. the things that people typically see is they see the actors, maybe they'll know a director, you know, this and that, and, and that's it. I'm working with the producers. I'm working with the clothing designers. I'm working with hair and makeup. I'm working with, you know, the production designers. Yeah. I'm working with all of those folks to make sure everything is accurate. Wow. And that's a lot of pressure, you know, especially, especially if you're the cultural consultant. Yeah. But I had an amazing, amazing, amazing group of people to work with me. Shouts out to another gold, my, my sister, Idil Ibrahim, who wrote the episode. So my sister wrote the episode. Wow. You feel me? And, and and when it comes to in terms of like, you know, there was just like, yeah, I, I don't know how to like the, the analogy I would use is just refinement. You know, it was just like I would do work. I mean, she wrote the whole damn episode. Right. So she made sure to make sure this was like a cultural piece. You feel me? And then I come in as a cultural consultant to make sure and everything was like on point. And then we had our sister, Farah Ahmed, who was the language consultant. And she was on point with everything, too. You feel me? And so like from one to another, we were just like, yo, does this look right to you? Does this? And even some of our actors were just like, yo, I prefer saying it like this. And that's right on, on paper. But like, let's, you know, let's make it more conversational. This is this and that. So it was a group effort. It was a, it was a beautiful thing. And the traditional way, again, is that how I got into as a production assistant, you kind of work your way up. So you start off as a production assistant with, with this training that's coming up in the 25th is if you want to be a production assistant, you can be a production assistant to the camera team, mm-hmm. or you can be a production assistant to the sound team, or you can be a production assistant to set design, production design, all these different departments on the film set. And then you, it's like an apprenticeship. You get, you know, brought up, you get, you know, you, you, you learn from your, from your mentors in this aspect. I got into the back door. 
Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I yeah. said, yo, let me in. <laughs> and I, so I got in and, and, and now I'm working with the heads of these departments and they're coming to me asking me, yo, is this clothing right? We're going to go to Anaheim to this, you know, Somali souk and, and go buy, you know, batis and gono and like, you know, hijab and like this and that. I'm going to send this employee over and do this. Or like, does this, does this food look right to you? Does this look like so, so represents Somali food? And so it was, yeah, bro, it was a privilege, man. To, to, How to was it being on like a this. set in LA though? And like, being the Somali guy that was like, man, the, the set, the set life was, I mean, it was, it was really interesting in terms of like, it really is. It's a job. It's a job. Mm-hmm. It's a job. It's not, it's not like, again, you, people see the end product. Yeah. Folks, uh, think, come folks on. Think, did you have a trailer though? <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. We got to ask the right questions. They think people think it's like making movies is shits and yeah. giggles. It's a game. Like you yeah. out there for out there hours, hours, crack of dawn. Hours. Crack of dawn. Like, like no joke. Because I feel like midnight. a lot of people get it from the perspective of the actors, right? Yeah. Where they're like, yo, yep. we're on set for like, we did a little shoot for 45 minutes. Yep. We did our thing. We went back in our trailer and we we ate shit. We just talked shit for three, four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to everyone else that's the Grueling. moving piece. Grueling. Constantly moving. There's 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 union members who, you know, grips, uh, electricians. Yeah. There's people who have like certifications behind some of the shit that they do. And, and those are the people who really, you know, get the get the production going. There's, and, there's you know. people whose their entire job is to move the lens. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, lie. There's, and to yeah. control that because the, yeah. the cameras that they have take three people to man, yep. three yep. to four people to man. Like yep. Thunder knows about this too. Yep. They make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. So it's just their job is to... Yep. That's yep. it, yep. bro. I don't know. I'm a tech. I'm a tech nerd, yeah. right? So I equate everything back to tech. Yeah, it's the same thing with building the application. I yeah. swear, because yeah. everyone just sees the front, where it's Qualities, like, oh my god, look quality, how pretty yeah, it is. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yep, 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 yep. like no one talks about like the back end engineers yep. that are making yeah. sure that button you click registers to the yep. right place. Yep. And that person, like you said, is making hundreds of thousands of dollars thousand just connecting those two dots. So, and all they see of that person is the end credit. So and so, you know, assistant camera, or yeah. so and so did focus. You know what I mean? Like that's a great, that's a that's a phenomenal point because it's like, I bro, they said there was two hundred people mm. working on our episode. Wow, two hundred people. That's small though. Yeah, it's small. It's small. Well, and it's like, a small. It was set. like eight. We had like eight main characters, something around that, and then like you know hundreds of extras. You know what I mean? And mm. and shouts out to the Somali community in San Diego for showing up. Shouts out to the the, the relatively small community in LA that showed up. Shouts out to the niggas from Seattle. We have people from Sweden. We have people from all over the world help out on this production behind the camera and in front of the camera. Um, but I want I want people to know that point exactly that yeah. there are jobs and and things that you can do behind the lens, literally behind the lens. You can be a sound engineer. You can be that like people pulling focus, people holding the camera and these people make good. And they're money. talented as hell talented. to be doing that. Very you know? talented. One question that I had was we talked about monetization yep. and just selling your art Yep. right now. I don't, I don't think we've made it. Have we made a dime on the podcast? Nope. I don't think we've made a dime. Nope. Yet. Let's change that. So yeah, Questions and this is this is how we learn why and this yep. is honestly why we started the podcast mm-hmm. is yep. asking questions yep. to people who've done it. Let's change that. Yeah. How can we change that? I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all Help. gave some people some free, you know what I mean? Some shout free press. <laughs> you guys gave shout outs, you yeah. know what I mean? But but there's two other there's two ways really is and this is the funny thing is that uh, the news media right that I work in they had that issue just recently with you know newspapers not being physical no more to now being online. What do they do? You go to New York Times, Star Tribune page. What do they say? Hey, nigga, give us a dollar if you want to read this news real quick. You want to figure out if there's traffic today? You want to figure out what's going on in politics? Oh, you're not Give lying. us a dollar, my nigga.
Oh, he's, yeah. he's everything. Page, Patreon. You guys need a Patreon. And, and, and the kind of content you guys are giving right now, because we're giving out jewels right here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That, straight up. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not to be like, you know, this and that. But there's people who literally, like, this is classes. People give university classes on how to get into the industry. These are, these are, ma- we're giving people a master class mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. We literally could charge, you charge the niggas, but you guys are giving people for free, which is beautiful because it's for the culture. You're giving yeah. it for free. So no, we appreciate you. Know, no, you, you, know, you know, do what yeah. I can. Should Patreon. I do, Patreon. I do for the <laughs> Should I do for the love? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? But Patreon is the next step for you guys, I yeah. think. You know, and, and I personally, you know, I've done podcasts in the past, you know, friends podcasts, my own podcasts. And I think that it's time for a Somali podcast network. Mm. You know what I mean? I think, I think communi- community, mm. uh, you know, in a way that we band together with all the different beautiful podcasts that we have under an umbrella where then people are incentivized because what is it, what is, what's the difference between a podcast network and Netflix? Nothing. Oh. Niggas is paying 15, $18 for Netflix. Oh. You feel me? And you know, and, and, and instead of doing that, it's like, okay, let me put $5 a month for, for folks from my city that yeah. I can support and get content from them. Shit I care about. Shit, shit that affects me that is closer yes, to sir. me than Netflix. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And Netflix, I mean, I mean, listen, Netflix. We love you. you. Hi- yeah, if you hire yeah, me, we, you <laughs> Netflix, hey, we love I'm you. I'm trying to work at Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix, you're great. <laughs> I love how we all just yeah. keep doing that one time. I might have to take a thing out of the homie Andrew's book because this nigga said, oh, Netflix is dying. Netflix is done. This nigga called me of your Abdi, I'm working on a Netflix project right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nigga, didn't you just say Netflix is done? He's yeah. like, yeah, but they but they paid niggas. So I'm yeah. like, of course, of course, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, keep all options open, keep all doors open. But in terms of monetization, I really do think you guys could definitely leverage community businesses. Mm-hmm. Number one, just giving out shouts to ads. You know what I mean? Like that's that's for sure. But also, I think Patreon, I think, is the best because. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Shouts out to my homie Smile. He and I worked at PPS together. Very smart brother. Uh, uh, you know, he's a, he's he's the uh, business side of like our, our production company, and I'm kind of like the artsy fartsy. But like you know, we it's like two minds in one trying to do this work that we're doing. And uh, I was talking to him about this, where it's like, yo, look at the Somali meme pages. Mm-hmm. They're going up, bro. Somali bridal, right? Just just shouts out to to our sisters. Somali bridal has like over two hundred thousand followers. Which is crazy. We love weddings. Yeah, they culture. charge too. Yeah, and they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To plug, right? Yeah. And so, and, and a lot of the meme pages, don't they? They be charging niggas, yeah. you feel me? And that's and that's what they should do. Like, I, I was at Snapbee last year and uh, and we were talking about, there was a social media panel mm. and everybody was asking questions about like, what's it like to have a, you know, Instagram, like how do you, how are you motivated to keep posting? And, you know, how, how does it feel to, are you insecure about your post? I'm like, how do you niggas make money? I was ask, waiting bro. for people to ask that. I was like, how do you niggas make money off of the social media? Like, yeah. can we all keep it a buck here? Like, that's what we here for. That's what we here for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and nobody, they're like, oh, that's a, that's a good question. I'm like, nigga, that's what we here for, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and shout out to Abayo, uh, Ahlam, you know, she's a, a, a great uh, influencer, creator. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to call people, but she's she's on the gram. She's great. She has she's a great platform. Thing, she's doing her thing, mashallah. Yeah. She's a great, great individual yeah. in the community, mashallah. Dumurkani, bro, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. They do they were running laughs around us yes. like, can we catch up to y'all? No, no, see Dalalah, Dalalah. Yeah, but, but she made a great point. She's, I forgot the amount that she said that she was quoted by an agency. They were like, oh yeah, we can pay you, say like it was like two racks or something. And she was, she looked around at like all the other people that they paid, you know, content to. And she was like, um, I'm pretty sure so-and-so made more money. You feel me? Like, so she was like, uh, nah, I don't think two racks is enough. Bump it up. And what happened was, you know, she uh she got the money she asked for. You feel me? Yeah, so inshallah. you know? If we could if we could just stop for like 
two yeah. seconds. Yeah. What's up? Battery done? No, it didn't. I was too, I was paying attention too much. I wasn't paying attention to the camera. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. It died? Huh? The storage? No, not the storage. It, I think it hit the 30 minute mark. Oh, okay. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. The first 30 minute or the second one? The third? The third one. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, we can, okay, we can wrap up soon, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Want to ask the question? Yeah. Yo, Fidi. Yeah. Me and you got to sit down for, for lunch, man. I told you. Y'all too? I would love to, bro. Because Most there's definitely. like a million and one idea. We, yes, we talked about this, yeah, though, at did, the end did, of the... the Grave Diggers, yeah. At the yeah, end of yeah. the, the, the... Yeah, no, you, that, the, the, the Bright, right? Or, it made no sense that I didn't know each yeah. other. That's what We like, did like, know each other. We, yeah, yeah, we knew each other for a very long time. No, This is something I wish we could say on the podcast. I was supposed to interview this Yeah. Let's get the cameras up because I got yeah, beef with this nigga. Beef. I got beef with this nigga, bro. Oh, get the cameras Wait, up. The first get the time or the second up. time? Nah, <laughs> man. There's, there's, I think I think it might have been the first. I, I, don't, I don't know if there was like a second. It was with... Um, with Burhan, right? No, with Abdubile. You don't remember this. Because you, you sent him off to go play basketball. No, nah, maybe. Probably. With Abdubile. Abdubile. I was with Abdubile? You're with Abdubile. Oh, stop that. Stop that Somali bridal. Oh, perfect. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Hold on. Like a few seconds. Yeah. All right, we can record. I right? was with yeah. them like in person. In person, you were training. You were running. Oh damn! I'm the bill of the the runner. Yeah, I know. I was training. That's what the host don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about this. First off, first off, we got to address technical, te- te- technical difficulties. Yes. You know what I mean? You can talk about that. Me sending you off. Yeah. That's fine. No, no, no. It's it's not even sent up. It happens all the time. As yeah. as a reporter, as a journalist, you know what I mean. You got you got. I got like you know. Uh, experiences like you know it's like okay i want to get to a politician mm-hmm. they're busy or like a person and and again uh to you know the reality of media and like the exploitative nature that yeah. it is like, i i occupy a weird space where like i'm a somali you know reporter journalist and i'm trying to cover our community in a good light i remember when i was doing the documentary uh, for for pbs about you know and i'm in the community with a camera and i'm like yeah oh, people are like, like yeah like yeah. what the heck you know and, and so i got used to them like yo I'm a guest, you know what I mean? Even though it's like, like I'm still have to, I still occupy a very weird position as somebody coming in with a camera pointed mm-hmm. at people. It's weird, you know? And same thing with like me coming at niggas with a microphone. But the the situation with my brother Mohammed yeah. over here was, I think this is like maybe like three years ago, maybe or two years, two and a half two, years two ago. Two years is less than two, two years yeah, ago. Maybe yeah, maybe two years ago. Because I left, I so left before the picture North or News. After the picture. No, this is before. Yeah. Yeah. He changed after the picture. Yeah. Oh, one picture. Wow. One, <laughs> one picture. You know about that the whole BLM picture? Yeah. yeah, where was there was a fire behind him yeah. and it went viral. First off, that's who snitched on you with that photo? Because if there's a fire behind you, you got the fist up. That's fed shit right yeah. there. No, it was during the you riots. That was during the riots. Stop! Stop snitching on the snake. That's what I'm saying. The rise, he was there at night. It was and then it was like yeah. that wasn't me, bro. I have braids. That nigga had purple hair. Nigga said, "Little Uzi oh, yeah, that was there." Yeah. That's Oof. funny as hot, hot, bro. That's that was hilarious, though. But it was before yeah. then. It was, it, was probably, yeah, it was before then. But no, I was, I was just joking because it's like um, we 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 got to interview one of the goats. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like goats, Abdi, speaking Abdi of history, yeah. Abdi Bile. I got to speak to one of the goats, interview him for North News about his training program that you were a part of, yep. mashallah. Yeah. And, and I'm an athlete as well, guys. You feel me? Renaissance man, Renaissance man, you feel me? And and so I had reached out to you, bro, and you're like, yeah, my name is Mohammed Salad, like the salad, you know, you did your thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bro, I got you. I'm gonna hit you. No answer from yeah. this nigga. Now, but again, I've done that to people. Yep. You feel me? I've done that time and time again. Whether it's like people I do want to get up with or whatever, life is just keeps us busy, bro. Yep. And, that's, and that's the other reality of like, whether it's like we want to get into media, whether it's like we want to get into podcasts. There's so there's so much of like life. That is a luxury 
you know, that yeah. we don't have because we got to hustle. We got to, you know what I mean? So we got to get after we it. We got to get after it. hundred percent. So, so speaking yeah. of getting after it, we literally have 45, 45 seconds to a minute to answer this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for having Appreciate us. You. Uh, for, I, thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course, but before course. we close out, mm. we ask all of our guests, inshallah, in a year's time, we want to have you back. Obviously, because we have so much more to talk about that oh, we didn't get that. to cover. Yeah. Um, but where do you see yourself in a year's time? <sighs> In a year's time. Bullet points. Quick answers. In a year's time. Um, okay, quick answers. Uh, well, I, I definitely, definitely want to have... First of all, don't let him rush you. Okay. His camera's about to die. Oh, his camera's about You're to die? You're straight. Oh, all right, bet. All right, <laughs> is my camera right here? Him, my camera I right I was I was ready for it. He said, "Nigga, he's about to do this for <laughs> my amusement." <laughs> now nah, he was. He really was. All right. No, in a year's time, inshallah, what I'm hoping to do, especially being somebody who's assisted others for so long, you know what I mean? Like helped others on you know productions, documentaries, whatever it is. I want to a uh, I got I got a documentary feature on the way that I'm doing about the opioid crisis here in the Twin Cities. Um, I'm, you know, so I'm a New Angle fellow, and, and, and that's what I was talking about, the documentary backing stuff. And well, I, there's a lot of people in our community who are doing great work. You guys just had Abdurrahman on, you know what I mean? Shouts out to him and the work that he's doing. And uh, uh, and, and, and a lot of the people who work at treatment centers. So I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, uplift their stories and highlight them so that they can, most of the work that I want to do is highlighting people who are doing stuff, you feel me? So inshallah, I get that documentary feature done. Uh, I also want to uh, create my own short film. Um, inshallah in the, in the next you know hopefully in the next six months uh, because a short film as a director in, in, in this world is kind of your resume like people are not going to put you on a TV show to be a director give you a millions or millions of dollars for a, a feature unless you got a cold fe- a cold short film to, to really show and flex your muscle you feel me um, I got a podcast coming with my cousin Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The working title title right now is Thinning of the Veil. It's kind of, you know, it's like a... Yeah, you feel me? It's, 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 I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get goosebumps right now because it's... We're talking about not taboo stuff, but we're going to be getting into the mystical realm of our reality, whether it's like Janice and, you know, like, you know, getting into like the folklore and Hell like... Yeah. Jin stories, and, you yeah. know, from like from the perspective of professors, from the perspective of like different tribes around the world. We got monk people who are shamans. You know what I mean? Like, I want to talk to people, but like, first of all, you know, I would be that much. I would be that Second of all, <laughs> number one, <laughs> yo, boss, boss, like that got to be good. First of all, whoa, wait a minute. Second of all, bro, we got it. Yes. I don't know if I'm going to be watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, shout out to you. Watch with the lights on. Yo, listen, I was watching Stranger Things this last season like a baby, bro. I was like, yeah, I don't, I can't do this. But no, that's, that's a topic that I, that's always been interesting to me. And it's a reality, you feel me? And so, and, and, and that's candy. We're on the forefront of that, you know, Muslimita. So I just, I don't know. I love ghost stories, all this stuff. And and I want to kind of take an academic investigatory approach to it. Um, and also kind of like make it less terrifying. You feel me? Inshallah. And, uh, and then, um, I will, you know, Hopefully, you guys, everybody will see Little America in a year's time. I will not confirm nor deny that I am on camera. Because I was working behind the scenes, but I might be an actor. Now I got to watch it. But thank you guys, man. Thank you guys for this. Thank Uh, you guys for the work that you do. And inshallah, man. uh, I can't wait to see where you guys are in a year.